0: Hello everyone, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in this week to Queer Cultured Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Rose, and this is episode five. And it also originally appears premieres on Queerculture.com, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple, and Google Podcasts. And it is sponsored by our Patreon supporters. This week, I am excited to introduce my friend and special guest, Stephen. And this episode, we're going to be talking about queer history, self-love, my trans experience, and life growing up in the United Kingdom as a queer man. And I'm really excited to hear some of your experience, Stephen. Eric, thank you so much for being here. How is your day going today? Oh, th- uh, fine, thank you. So I wanted to clarify, whereabouts are you from? For the people... Uh,
1: North, North Dorset. And that is in England? Yes, yes, that's
0: in, a, that's in the south of England, yes. Beautiful. So, sometimes I feel like I'm a trans historian, being able to share my voice and, like, amplify other experiences. And uh, it should be obvious, but you are you use he, him, male pronouns. Uh, yes,
1: yes, yes I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm used to male pronouns, yes.
0: I love that. Um so i was wondering who like how would you define yourself and your
2: experience like are you i
1: i would say that um uh that i i was ma- i was mainly gay i had no i had no interest really in having sex with the uh with 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 women and um i d i did think i did think much I did think once about getting, you know, about getting married to a woman, but the only, the only experience I had mm-hmm. of marriage was my own parents, you know, and I, and I thought, I thought of their relationship and I thought I wouldn't wish that on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: understandable. That is, do you remember any kind of pivotal moment when you're like, this is who I am? And, like a coming out yeah. moment.
1: Yes, I I I remember. Because uh, I used to do uh, a lot when I when I when I was at school. uh We used to do things uh, uh with my friends after school, and what we what we liked to do was uh, we used to go down by a towpath in the bushes and do <laughs> what we would. Yeah, no. Where people walk their dogs, yeah. it made it more exciting, you know. If, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you, this is a chance you'd be caught, you know. it, yeah. it, it made it exciting. But the only, the only, the only uh, time I wanted a, I wanted a label. The only label about was uh, 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 people who, who like doing the sort of things I like doing was a fetishist, you know. Yeah. fetishist. Yeah, that was the only thing, you know, on television that. You know, they had somebody who, who who enjoyed the same things I did. Uh, it, it was a fictional thing. And they called him a fetishist. And I thought, hmm, very nice work. You know, I'll, accept, I'll accept fetishist, if that's... And I that, feel like,
0: that... why, like, was that in, like, the 1970s or before that, after that?
1: Uh, wait a minute. Uh, the law was changed in 68, wasn't it? Okay. Uh, for for consent- for consenting adults in private, in other words, it had to be in private if there was one other person in the house or flat that was no longer private okay that's before my time it's so it's such
0: an honor to be able to hear that kind of experience because there's very little information about that time
1: yeah. Uh, and and I and I and I knew someone once, you know, who um, who shall I say? You, you know the expression in the in the closet. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't in the closet at all. So a couple of times he was he was arrested and imprisoned for what they call gross indecency. Okay. Uh, for, only for about six months six months at a time, and uh, and and he used and he used to do. He used to do the other prisoners washing for them, you know, because, you know, he, he, he was quite popular in there, you know, because although, although a lot of people used to um, stay in the closet. Yeah. Uh, largely, you know, so they used to go uh, cruising or cottaging. You've heard of those expressions, I suppose. It used to be
0: a survival because it was like, I don't know about... Like I'm assuming like hate crimes have been throughout queer history in were was that common or more common when you were growing up?
1: Uh well uh people people would uh would shout at you and, and, and um and make and make fun of you. So because 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 you because at school you you didn't actually want to be hated, so you 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 pretended you weren't gay. Yeah.
2: You know? Oh, no, I'm not old.
1: <laughs> yes. So
0: that kind of again, I want to thank you so much for being here. And do you kind of remember how we met on the internet almost like thirteen years
1: ago? Oh yes, yes. Um. Uh. You you were on. Uh... You were you were made on uh, on
0: YouTube
1: then, weren't you? Yeah. I think so, so I for yeah, the yeah.
0: people that are watching and listening, before I had this YouTube channel, I used to do other YouTube content. I did like a week of Toronto Pride videos and I did some random videos as well. And
1: you you it is it's some quite good makeup videos as well. Yeah. That 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 doesn't change. <laughs> I Uh,
0: like,
1: I like that. You weren't, you weren't sponsored by any of the makeup. No, I wish I was. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I
0: was. But sadly, i pay for all of it. Unfortunately, maybe one day, maybe one day. I did go to makeup school in
1: 2012. Oh, right.
0: So that kind of really propelled me. Forward in that direction, so it's not just for fun. It's something that he can do professionally.
1: The only thing I, the only thing I've done with makeup, uh, apart from, apart from a character that I did on, uh, on you, on one of my YouTube channels, um, Tinkerbell Bogbat, Tinkerbell's tips and things like that. I, I did, I did that. The only other thing I did was, uh, you, do you remember the? Um, uh, what they call the new romantics? Um, not exactly. No, I don't. Uh, in, in, there was a, uh, you know, there was uh, George George Michael and uh, and the other chap uh, were 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 involved in uh, in what they called the new romantics. And, okay. And what and and, and and men were wearing eyeshadow and um and nail varnish. So I thought I will tentatively go in and I'll wear that red nail varnish, but unfortunately, I was I was I was I had this nervous habit of biting, biting. <laughs> so it, it all came off. <laughs> oh no, it does, and like even
0: good nail polish. So before I was filming, I was touching up my nails because it chips. It it's always maintenance. It's something yes. that always has to come out.
1: You've got to keep doing it. Uh, yeah. I, I, I I used to have a little pot and a brush that I carried with me, you know, so I could sit down in the, in the park and make, you know, repair my nails. Yes, that's um, a very
0: common. So when you came out, did you tell your family as well that you were... No, no because um,
1: my mother, although, although I had a... it was me and my sister... She didn't like anything to do with sex at all, of any kind. <laughs> so then, if there anything sexual on the television, she would get up and turn it off. Okay. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I didn't think about coming out, but then I thought, no, it would upset her. She doesn't like talking about ordinary sex, let alone... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so are I'm, I'm... you
0: happy that you came out when you did,
1: or...? yeah yes yes uh, some some people uh, where i worked uh, a couple of uh, couple of people um uh, you know were a bit sort of not not what they call not shouting about it you know what i mean yes uh, there was there, there was one, there was one there was one chap there though who um who uh, overdid it. You know, he he projected his personality. Yeah, big fumbling it. What he used to wear. Uh, Do you remember those colored dungarees? Uh, Like a scarf or? No, no, no. They're uh, like workmen wear. Uh, It's got trousers and a bib and like a bib. Okay, yes. You know what I mean? I do, yes. They, they used to have they used to have loads of coloured ones, didn't they? They were all colours in yeah. the in the seventies. Yeah, they they don't do them anymore. I've noticed there's very little for men. There's very little colourful clothes anymore. And it's all very muted. Yeah, very. It's got very muted. I I I like I quite like uh, bright colours. And there's another another thing about um, and there's also um, uh, when I when I came out, I met my I met my partner, who I stayed with for 40 years. I met my partner through wow. some, something called uh, the Campaign for Homosexual Equality, and they advertised in a magazine, and I went along to a few. Uh, I, uh, I I met I met a few a few couples who were involved in it, and at this time, uh, the campaign for homosexual equality also also did social things. You know, they weren't just political. Okay. They, they got so, social groups together. I suppose I suppose it was I suppose the re- reason they got the social groups so social things together was to build a community. Yeah. You know, to gradually build a community. You know, we had um, coffee evenings and uh, parties and things like that. You know, that's and, really and, nice. And, and we don't have as much
0: of that now, or we do, but it's not in the same format.
1: Now, I I I used to like coffee mornings and things like that, but but now now you have to get you have to go to nightclubs and discos and things like that, which isn't the same, you know, because not everyone. Has the same taste, you know. Not everyone wants to go to discos and nightclubs, you know. Some people, yeah. I remember also, also in the seventies, a lot of a lot of councils and also uh, a lot of pop singers jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, it uh, it had been it had been legal for a few for for a few years, and then. Tentatively, I I think their management must have told them to do this. Uh, Some of the pop singers, to keep their career relevant, uh, said that they were bisexual. Oh, yes. (laughs) Even when they weren't. (laughs) Just for the publicity. It's, it's to get more people to buy their records, of course.
0: <laughs> that that lasted. I feel like that lasted into like the early two thousands when <laughs>
1: pretend to be bisexual, and then yeah. you get more.
0: <laughs> I I remember so that... a lot of that. Um, I was so that... also questioning. Do you have any known
1: relatives that are also LGBT? Uh well, I did. I did meet a cousin. Once, uh, because I, I was saying about getting on bandwagons, uh, the the local council where I lived got yeah. on the bandwagon. They had a uh, they had a uh, uh, a sort of same sex dance, you know, not not a disco, yeah, proper dance, but they only ever did it once. Oh, okay. know, and that's that's where I met my cousin. You know, I, I've <laughs> met him before. But I, he came along and said, oh, hello. Oh, that's yeah, really when, neat. Um, have, have one thing I before?
0: found, like, being yeah. like, do you find that, like, what gay is, the definition has changed from, like, the 1960s to 2022?
1: Uh, well, some people made, some people turned it into an acronym, didn't they? Yeah. Good, good as you, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what, why would, why, why, why do they use the word gay?
0: I don't actually know. That's a really good question. <laughs>
1: I think it just means like happy people and then probably like evolve. Try and make it more happy because in, in, in the past, uh, when the, when there were films about homosexuals, uh, you know, fictional films—they were always sad people, yeah. weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> They're were always sad people, sort of hiding in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, yeah you—you don't look very sad, <laughs> which is no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Uh, as as I, as I was saying about uh, about meeting my um, about meeting my partner through this. Uh, uh C H C H E uh through a, through a coffee morning and we we gradually got we gradually got together and this was um uh the couples used to run used to run these coffee evenings or coffee mornings you know that the couples because because they because pro- probably because they have more room in their houses you know to do this sort of thing and we had quiz nights and all sorts of things and um there was uh there was one couple called ken and george and i was saying about i was saying about the having having only my parents as models having only that, that as, a, as a family they acted well they called each other at that time husband and wife okay <laughs> that, I feel like that's been with
0: us throughout the ages. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, they didn't say husband and husband; they said husband and wife. Uh, and then gradually, uh, my partner was also uh, was also a priest, and we um, created uh, a service called blessing of a partnership in nineteen. 19- this would be nineteen seventy five and he he did a few partnerships because he he thought that uh because it was so difficult to to come out as a as a as a couple you know for people to come out as a couple he thought that they could do with a you know with a church blessing uh this was before 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 um before before uh, uh, the, the civil partnerships and things like that uh, so he thought he could do with a blessing which which worked in about three or four we had three or four couples come along you know for a, for a blessing and then one of them this was a bit uh, uh, you know what I mean by tabloid newspapers yeah uh, have you ever heard of the news of the world I I think so. That was a tabloid newspaper, but one of the partners that we're about to bless phoned the News of the World. Oh, and so my (laughs) got a phone call from there. (laughs) You know, now that now that's just plain nasty, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. And that was
0: almost that was in what 1975. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) wow yeah
1: that, that that was that was a bit that was a bit naughty you know so, okay. and it, the, only, the only um the only transsexual person i knew then was uh was uh how shall i put it hmm. without sounding patronizing well he looked very much like a young man put it that way and uh <laughs> and um and uh, uh you know i th- i thought i thought he i thought he was a young man to begin with so know, they were you know.
0: female to male transgender yes yes
1: Okay. And, and, uh, his his name was was sandy because uh, because his, his name before had been sandra oh so okay. short sandy you know <laughs> and uh and he and he and he wanted to get married to this woman. I don't know whether it, whether that was legal at the time to, to actually get married, but they but they did they did live together. And um what he'd had a lot of was when it whenever he went to parties, uh, with ordinary he'd have straight men coming up oh you're only like this because you haven't been with the with a real man, you know that oh, sort of that sort of, of... <laughs> I, They they have no idea. No, 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 and um, but and and I and uh, I we uh, my partner and I became uh, civil partners in. Uh, in twenty twenty oh six, mainly because because uh, it was easier uh, to visit him when he was in hospital, you know, rather than just saying I'm his friend. Yeah, you know, I could, I could say I'm his part. You know, I'm his partner, and and also it helps with uh, uh, with wills and yeah and things. There was a lot yeah. of like I remember the show
0: Queerest Folk. Do you remember that show where there was also a European version?
1: Yes, I think I do, yeah. So
0: I think there was also an episode on that as well with dealing with, like, legal stuff, wills. And that came out, I think, in, like, 1999 or 2000. And, like, mm. gay marriage in Canada was legalized in 2005. Yes. Or 2004, 2005. And then... Mm. I like, I remember that was one of the talking points that they had was for security is wills and legal assets and being entitled and getting access to those things that you helped invest into. I think that's really Yeah. That's really good. Of course
1: Yeah. Of course, civil partnerships is based on is based on civil marriage, isn't it? Yeah it, it well, it's always been based based on civil marriage it, i mean you, you can get divorce and things like that from a from a civil partner and uh, but then if you if you if you look on the um gay and straight communities as uh, as as enemies yeah you could say you could say that when they when they legalized when they legalized marriage, you could in uh, in in the form that they did legalize it, you could say that the Straits had won because they'd imposed their model of of the ceremony on on you. Do, do you know what I? You, yeah, that's a really
0: good perspective. That's a good point. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yes. So so the Straits, if you wanted to look at it in in a combative way, had won by making you adapt adopt their model of a marriage. Yeah, I de- I de- I de- say that people have adapted it. You know, they haven't just stuck to the or to the regular marriage. I don't know. I you feel like
0: relationships are changing and evolving. And becoming more open Mm. as the spectrum of people change and become more open, and things are less taboo. Yeah. Which hopefully is for the better.
1: How, how, How was your family when you came out?
0: My family was... So I came out in 1997. And I didn't come out to everybody. I came out to my family when I was in, after I graduated. And they were all supportive of me. Like my mom, my dad, my sisters, my nephew, extended family. I was really lucky. And then because I came out as gay. And then when I was, I think grade 11 or grade 12, I Mm. told my mom that I was trans, but it was only, like, in passing and out of, like, haste. But then there was no conversation following that. But then, like, I just kind of transitioned at that point. Like, after I was in, like, college and university, I just started transitioning and the rest became history. But they all supported me.
2: Yeah, that's good. I'm
0: really lucky, though. Hmm. Because I've seen the bad side where people aren't supportive, but my mom just wanted me happy, and I think that's really important for me.
1: Yeah. Um. I uh, um, was. Uh. What was I going to say? Yeah. Um. When it was. Uh, when it was sem- When it was semi illegal. Uh. And when we had um, cruising and cottaging, uh, there was a there was a pub, and across across the road there was um, a very old uh, public washroom, very dark. And and one of the policemen, uh, who who whose beat it was, would come in and warn you there was about to be a raid. You know. <laughs> You suggest you come and warn people. You
0: know? oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, that's really like lucky for those people. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of like cruising culture that still exists in 2022, but it's oh. not as common or now.
1: What, what 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 I found about it, it was the nearest thing you could get to being in a spy movie. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because you had to, you know, you had to judge what the per- people were like going in. You know, has he? How long has he been in there? You know, is he waiting? And <laughs> yes.
0: So I did want to clarify: you were in a relationship for almost forty
1: years. Forty years, just just over forty years. Yeah,
0: forty years. Wow, that's incredible. That is incredible. When... I did have a few, like, other questions. Have you ever been able to see your impact being a gay man positively impact other people's lives or, like, help people or... Uh...
1: Yes, I think so. I think so. Uh, because I used to, um... I used to go to health centers when they had, uh... What, what they call gay switchboard, and give out leaflets.
2: Okay. Uh, you've heard,
1: yeah, and 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 do and do that and do that sort of thing. And no, it's it's mainly it's mainly other gay people have have helped me, I think,
2: um, because because uh, in the uh, in the community that I was in. There was an awful lot of jealousy.
1: Okay. so I, so I had to be, I had to be careful uh, because there was a lot of insecurity as well. If you had, uh, if one person was with their boyfriend, may, maybe they weren't partners yet, but one of them used to get very upset if you talked to his boyfriend.
0: Oh, okay. I feel like that's that's very standard even now. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah. oh, what are you talking- (laughs) what are you talking to my boyfriend for, you know? Yes. And just randomly,
0: I have like a list of questions. So for like, is there- for people that are not familiar with the UK political system, are there- is there a political party that you think that people would or should be voting for that's pro Uh
1: well they, they 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 all they all say they are, you know, because they want to be because they want to be popular. But I th- I think a lot of people went to what they call the Liberal Democrats. Okay. Because I know like we have that
0: in Canada as well, but like I know in different parts of the world their political spectrums a little bit different and it's neat. Yeah. Have you been in the same area your entire life or have you ever traveled or?
1: Uh no, no. The only the only the only country I've been to is uh I once went de- on a day trip to Calais.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That that, that, that that was that was all the all the traveling I did and um I have been to um, sort of gay pride rallies, uh, but mainly that was mainly um, on the auspices of what, uh, as what I said, uh, gay switchboard. You know, okay, which uh, which is still going, by the way. It's just called switchboard now, though. I love that. Um... It's got LGBT, but but, but if you, if you look at it, if you look at, it, at any advertising thing, it just got switchboard on in case people haven't come out yet, you know. <laughs> yes, it's
0: nice to it's be 80. inclusive for every because it's weird because not everybody. I think we live in a time where you don't always need to be out or come out, and like, which is kind of lucky in that sense. I
1: I think I think. I think, I think people, I think people are looked on more as people, as as individual people, rather than being given labels. Yeah.
0: Which is humanizing. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I started my podcast, is because I wanted to normalize and humanize a lot of our experiences for people that could see us and be like, oh I know that person, or I know someone that has similar energy as that person, and they can see you as someone that they may have seen on the bus or in another part of their life, and be able to relate to that so much more.
1: This this normalizing uh, started many years ago because the the rock singer David Bowie wanted to start it wanted to start um a label uh, uh, of uh, of dresses for men. You know, they 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 didn't have to be trans or anything. Yeah, but it, it was normalizing men wearing dresses. It wouldn't be want... need if that had progressed further. Yeah, yeah, but uh, he he did start the idea, but. Uh, but no, of course, nobody nobody would sell them, you know, no shops would sell them. They say, oh, we can't, can't sell men. Which is, it's unfortunate
0: because like that would have been like, that would have definitely changed the trajectory of fashion a lot more. And, and,
1: and also, it would have been very good uh, in the summer, too. Yeah. For men. <laughs> because it gets if hot. They could wear a loose dress rather than <laughs> trousers or shorts. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 So I wanted to say you also used to do YouTube videos and short videos. Yes. Did you want to talk about any of those that you've done?
1: Oh yeah, I I I did I did get into trouble uh, at work once because. Um, uh, because I told the, the receptionist bloke that uh, I, I had a YouTube channel called Like the Cravat, you know, do you like do you like the cravat I'm wearing? And on that I had um uh, I had a, a a character, as I say, called uh, uh, called Tink called Tinkerbell Bogbat. And she and she had and she had a boyfriend called Snaith. And I I could I could link the two, you know, with uh, using green screen. Yeah, I could be I could be both I could be both both characters, and and she she was very very twee this lady, you know, very 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 um, very modest, very twee, and and she and she would get very very nervous talking to the camera. I don't like, you know, and she 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 would she was like she was like that, and my boss saw that and he didn't like it <gasps> he, he didn't he didn't like the fact that one of his employees was uh, on this channel uh i suppose i suppose he really would have liked if i cuz you you can you can keep you can keep your youtube channel private can't you you know just invited people can yeah. see, can see it you know not not everyone but i i want i want to keep make it public because i wanted to Um, not get it monetized, but just get, you know, a nice number of views, you know, but... (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, that, like, it's weird because, like, I think, too, about, like, the stuff I put on the internet. It's like, could this ever come back and haunt me in the future? But I'm also at the Mm. point where I don't care because I want people to see the real authentic me and not... Something. I'm not here to make other people happy in that regard. And I, I don't want to filter myself because it's no. it's fun.
2: Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> so you were in a relationship for almost forty years. Were you? Did your so your parents? I'm guessing. Do they ever meet your friend or?
1: Yes. I I remember my I remember my mum my mum met met him and she took me to one side. She wouldn't explain what she meant, but she said, "Is he all right?" <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I didn't ask her to. She would have been embarrassed if I'd asked her to to clarify what she meant. You know, I knew what she meant, but you know, I didn't want to to embarrass her by making her say, "What do you mean, is he all right?" <laughs> do you think so? Did she? Do you think she supported you, or do you think she knew? She like, I think. I think she knew. Yeah, but she. She didn't. She knew, but she didn't want to be told. Yeah, understand what I mean. <laughs> well, I feel that's. I think really.
0: I can see that. I can understand that. I don't. Yeah. Do you think that was a good or a bad thing?
2: I
1: don't know. I don't think. I don't think it's right to upset people. Uh, I. 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 I was. Would, I would once took a took offence. You know, because you, you take offence and then you realise what the person actually meant. Uh, well, um, when I was working at a department store, uh, one, one lady who worked at a haberdashery said to me, uh, I understand you're one of these homosexuals. I said, yes, that's right. Yeah. And uh, she said, well, I'm not letting you near my sons. And I thought, you know, I didn't even know she had fun. So, so, so the first thing I did, like, like, like you, like you get on, um, uh, on, um, on the internet now, on, on social media. The first thing I did was to get offended. That was the first. That was my first reaction. But then I stopped and I thought, she's being a good mother, and she's protecting her children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, She's it's, just being a good
0: mother it's weird because like the conversation didn't need to happen <laughs>
1: that's right that's right. I didn't even know she had any children, you know she just she, but uh but as I, as I say, the first thing I did was to, was to was to was, was to get uh, get annoyed yeah uh but but then, then I thought just for just a little while later, I thought she's just being a good mother. You know in a you know to say, you know, like to keeping our children safe, which is what good mothers do, yeah. safe from this nasty homosexual man.:
2: <laughs> Yeah um
0: So I have a question what kind of industry did you work in growing up?
1: uh i'm I work mainly in department stores and uh, then i worked the longest job i had was lasted 10 years and that was uh, with a uh with a charity called uh, called abilities but of course after, with the, with the pandemic yeah that that charity doesn't exist anymore because such because because you needed uh you ne- you needed to actually meet and talk with the clients yeah. you know you couldn't remotely so so as the kind of pandemic and the lockdowns lasted for two years uh, you know that that charity no longer exists because it, they can't keep going without any <laughs> yeah. meeting uh, do you so
0: do you think being gay now or being gay in the 1960s which is more a challenge do you think?
2: I, think I think i think it's quite a challenge now because although people uh you know
1: things are hate crimes there used to be you know when I, when I when I was working and uh you know you couldn't be hateful to people yeah but, but people who do hate uh gays and I I I don't I don't like I don't like the idea of homophobia because it's not a phobia, it's just their opinion, as far as I can you know yeah it's, just, it's just their their way of seeing the world. It's not a phobia yeah you know it's not it's not, it's not like it's not like fit a fear of open spaces or anything like yeah. that you know it's just it's just the way that they see the world, the way they've been brought up to see the world. So. Um, you know i't i don't, i don't i don't I don't mind uh, you know I, I don't i don't I don't mind hatred because it's just uh, and i don't I don't think it, what, what uh, go, going back to what I was saying, okay, so people you you say, oh, you can't say this, you know or oh, you can't say that, but people are still thinking that, aren't they? yeah. You know, they might be smiling and being all politically correct, but they still hate you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good perspective. It's very true, very wise. Now, nowadays, because of this political correctness, puts on a mask. Yeah, so they don't get into trouble for 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 expressing an opinion. You can't express an opinion now, by the way. Um somebody on, on Twitter, I've been I've been on Twitter for twelve years this next month. Um somebody on Twitter, uh I think it was uh, a very well known person, said, Oh, oh they were attacked. And I and I wrote, I said, This is Twitter. You you express an opinion on anything, people will attack you. Yeah. <laughs> what they do on That's what they do. It's it's wild. It's, yeah, yeah, no matter what the opinion is, you'll get people attacking. Yeah, it,
0: they could agree with you and still attack you. It's, yeah, that's, yeah. It's the nature of the beast, and I do agree. I think it's a lot more difficult now because there's also laws that they're trying to take. They're trying to put more laws in to limit. Gay people stop trans people from transitioning. Um, They don't want trans people to exist anymore. Which, like, there were not many laws restricting LGBT people 20 years ago, 30 years ago. They're now making it, which is really sad.
1: I I do prefer the word transgender to what they Uh, because transgender covers so much doesn't it it does Uh, it used to be it used to be transvestite yeah I never liked because they're still transgender aren't they yeah because they, they they like wearing the reason many of them like wearing you know they don't want to transition or anything but the reason they like wearing women's clothes is because it makes them feel more feminine
2: yeah
0: there was so, a large, like, sexual element to that word, which I'm glad yeah. that it's more dated now and not used as much in 2022. No, no, but uh,
1: but because uh, Eddie Izzard, you know, who 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 used to, because um, transgender, as I say, is is like a spectrum, isn't yeah. it now? Yes. So, so he, because he 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 used to be called a transvestite because he you know because he he liked to mix and match his clothes, and um, and he he prefers being called transgender now. Yeah. Even 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 though he's not going to surgically transition or anything.
0: And you don't need to have surgery to. Trans, be transgender and like not everybody can even have access to surgery, finance surgery or medically they have other medical problems that prevent mm-hmm. them from having surgery too and those people are still transgender if they have surgery or not
1: yes and,
2: and it's uh,
1: and, and I think it's much easier now for, for men to go into uh, the women's dress shops.
0: Yeah, it's, there's no stigma. No, <laughs> which is really good. Yeah, I feel like we're running out of questions. But do you have anything that you wanted to point that you think uh, you may have
2: missed? Really,
1: um, as as I say, I think I think I do think it's just as difficult now as it As it was, because you you could still get beaten up, yes, I have
0: <laughs> a few more questions um, if you were to tell the younger version of you
2: any advice, what do you think you would give them? I would say Be loyal to people. Support them.
1: Put your friends first. Yeah. Don't 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 look on them as some as something that gives you pleasure. You know you. Cause, uh, cause my, uh, because because uh, my because my younger self uh, looked on looked on sex in the same way as. Uh, as buying candy, okay <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. yeah it was it was just something you do with people you know you know you, you, you don't actually have to like them you just have to you just have to fancy them you know yeah. that's it you know you, you, you don't you don't you don't you don't see them as a person that's yeah. what I would say see see people as people first The long see maybe. Don't see them just as sex objects. Yeah. See that if you if you do get sex with them, and and you both enjoy it, that's a bonus. But don't go after people as sex objects. That's what I would say to. Um.
0: Is there any? Do you have any projects you're working on now? Uh. Yes.
1: Um. There's one project I am I am thinking of, because uh, it's it's nothing to do with uh, uh, with being gay. But I think um, I think from my, from my perspective, what they call brotherhood, I don't know I don't know a, a gender neutral way of putting that. But I look on brotherhood as a natural thing. Because it's in it's in nature. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. Despite what Darwin said, or or (laughs) Darwin has been, you know, it's not it's not survival. The the, these these groups of animals haven't survived because some are fitter than others. They've survived because they've worked together. Yeah. (laughs) Which is really important because because they, they've they they've united and they've come they've come they've worked together. And I I was uh the project I'm working on is for next September. Uh I'm gonna give a, a lecture or a uh or an exposition. I, I won't I won't I won't call it I won't call it a talk. Um on on uh, on on the Brotherhood of Man or the Brotherhood of People. And I'm going to call it, and I'm going to call it without a doubt, because if I get an audience, the people I'm talking to are people who understand that brotherhood is a fact of nature. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Talk, I'm not talking to people who are antagonistic to other people. Mm-hmm. The people who want to come along are people who see the world sort of in the same way i do you know and and say that you know you know that there there are more people who who think the way that you do because i i, th- I think nowadays with the uh, with so much so much hostility you know like they, like they had in america uh uh it, it could be it could be that can be stirred up uh through television and things like that I, I think that the idea that brotherhood is a fact of nature is something that you should that you should put to, put to people more more often. Yeah, I agree.
0: And I think my last question is what is one thing you wish people
2: knew about you? Uh that i'm not
1: that when i sit on my own in um in cafes and 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 things like uh and things like that uh and and tea rooms it's not because i'm antisocial it's because i don't like forcing my company on other people okay <laughs> i can understand that And you know you know well when i when i, I cuz if if there's if there's several groups of people, I will go and sit on my own. I won't try and join a group unless I've been invited, and I, and I and I and I've been told, you know, oh no, you you should you should force yourself forward. But I'm not like that.
0: So. Well, That's really sweet. I want to thank you so much for your time yeah. and sharing your experience. You. I think it's been an thank honor you. to interview you because you have so much. It's been interesting. Thank you. Thank you so much, and. And I want to thank you for being here and thank everybody in the chat for hanging out. Thank you for listening. And you can also check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and on Queerculture.com. And thank you to all of our Patreon supporters for helping to finance these podcasts. And my next one will be next
2: Monday. Thank you for being here. And until next time, bye for now.